Together this afternoon. We've got a lot of work to do. Uh, hey, real quick, we just I mean, we want to we're just excited to celebrate uh, Taiwan and the Olympics. I'm sure a lot of us that's what we're doing during quarantine is we are watching the Olympics. So it's a big deal. Taiwan has won a couple medals and the gold medal was last night, the badminton doubles. It's great because Taiwan, like they're winning at everything I'm really bad at. Okay. I watch badminton and I'm just I can't I can't do it. I can't get it. So we're rooting for Taiwan, right? Um, Taiwan number one. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Mark. That's exactly right. Taiwan number one. Um, hey, well, hey, really quick, before we start, I just want to make a, a kind of a uh, um, an announcement before we get into the sermon. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, some things that maybe if you're watching with your kids, you, you might want to watch later. We were talking about uh, lust and, and sex and pornography and sexual morality. Uh, and so that's something that you don't feel comfortable with your kids watching. Maybe you shouldn't hit pause and, and watch this later. But please, we do encourage you, have these conversations with your kids. You know, in an appropriate way, have these or start having these conversations with your kids. Because the reality is that our culture is having these conversations with our kids. And I'm talking to you parents, but as parents or teachers or coaches, like we have given the opportunity, the privilege to teach our kids a biblical worldview of what sex is. So if you have your Bibles, Matthew chapter 5, we're still in it. Last week, anger. This week, lust. Just punch after punch, Jesus is coming for all of our hearts. This is the word of the Lord. Let's read this together. And Jesus says, You have heard it said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you, Everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. 你们听过有这样的吩咐，不可奸淫。可是我告诉你们，凡是看见妇女、妇妇女就动一念的，心里已经犯了奸淫。如果你的右眼使你犯罪，就把它挖出来丢掉；宁可失失去身体的部分，
There was a survey done a couple years ago. And then they found that 40% of people that claim to be Christians believe that the Bible's condemnation of sexual sin is outdated. It doesn't apply to us anymore. And so 40%, we need to know this, 40% of people who say they're Christians believe that what Jesus says here just doesn't apply anymore. 60% of people who say they're Christians believe that religious belief is based on my personal opinion and not on objective truth. And, and so what that means, church, is that we have 40% who believe, hey, this doesn't even apply anymore. And 60% of people in the church believe that what is right about sexuality and sex it actually comes from, from what I think is right and doesn't come from what the Bible or objective truth says is right. And, and when we began this series going through the Sermon on the Mount we were reminded that man, the world does not encourage us to live in the ways of Jesus. And, and I believe that one of the biggest challenges of the church today like for your life for your kids as, as a parent, as a coach, as a teacher, as a friend one of the biggest challenges is to tackle and be faithful to what Jesus says about Sex. And I want to start with a question. I want to ask you this. Do you believe that lust is deadly? When you think about lust, do you think that it is dangerous? In, in this section on the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus is giving people a greater righteousness. He's telling them, you need a greater righteousness. Last week, it, it was, it was, it's not just murder, but it's anger. This week, it's not just adultery, but it's lust. And as Jesus is teaching these truths, the religious leaders of the day, they believe that, you know what, like, I can actually work and become righteous. Like, I can be righteous by my works. And what Jesus does, Jesus says, actually, you are lowering God's law to make it easier for you to fulfill. And what Jesus says, he says, I've come to fulfill it, to hold it up, and show you your need for a greater righteousness. And so verse 27, Jesus says, he begins with the law, and he says, you have heard it said, do not commit adultery. Do not commit adultery. Now this is the seventh commandment. That Jesus is repeating God's desire for purity for his people. And then what we have to do is say, okay, what does this law mean? What would this law, this commandment mean to a Jewish person? Uh, this is important for us to unpack. 
For a Jewish person, in the Old Testament, adultery centered around the marital status of a woman. Pause. No, yeah, go to the notifications up there on the right. Okay, did we choose any specific friends? I chose Heather. Katie was trying to get to it. Is it on Rich's maybe? Did you send it to Rich? I know I clicked your name, but I'm just hoping. You enjoy editing all these ways. Like, that's your favorite thing to do. Should we just and start another? It's mm -hmm. now. It's live. But it's live, alive? so it's okay. I mean, it's capturing it. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, can we just make it public when it's done? Yeah. Okay, let's just go for it. Okay. Sorry. Fine, and this is recording too, so. Okay. The audio's coming through? Mm -hmm. Okay. No sound. Yes. And so in the Old Testament, there were times when a man had more than one wife. So in the Old Testament, and that's not encouraged in the Bible. God says that polygamy is a sin. And we have to remember that the Bible, the Bible is a story of God's redemption and humanity's sinfulness. And so there are times and there are moments in the Bible when God's people do some very, very sinful things. And so while there were moments and times when one man had more than one wife, adultery happened when a married woman had sex with someone who's not her husband. And, and so when that happened, the woman and the man would both be considered of the sin guilty of adultery. And adultery was one of the worst sins in the Old Testament. For the Jewish person, adultery is one of the worst sins that you could commit. And, and one thing that it's really good for us to understand is that for a Jewish person, adultery they actually said it was first a sin against the community before it was a sin against an individual. You see, for, for, for the Old Testament and in the New Testament, marriage is a covenant. And marriage is a covenant that reflects the covenant that God has with His people. And so adultery, people saw that as breaking of that covenant, like the covenant between God and His people. Also in the Old Testament, marriage provided women with a certain 
rights like land rights, political rights. 那透过婚姻，这些女人呢就会拥有可能某些权利，比如说土地上的啦，或者是房产上的。And so, the sin of adultery would just have huge ramifications and affect all of these different relationships in their community. So, if there is such a suggestion, the result will be that it will have a huge impact on the community. And so, the first thing, like church family, we need to see from the Jewish culture. It's important for us to understand. So, first, we need to see from the Jewish culture. It's important for us to understand. The Jewish person understood my sin does not just affect me. So, because the Jewish person knew. 我犯的罪不仅仅是对我个人产生影响。And, and there is this lie that some of us believe。那我们当中或许有时候我们会相信一个谎言。That as long as what I'm doing does not hurt someone, it must not be affecting anyone。我们常会讲说，反正我做的事情如果没有伤害到别人，其实没有关系。But the Bible tells us that your sin, my sin。可是圣经却讲说，你和我的罪呢 ？It doesn't just affect me。It affects people, relationships, generations. 而是对于这个其他的关系、其他的人，甚至有好几代之下都会有影响。Adultery was also considered to be theft. 那呃，甚至这样子的奸淫的罪，甚至是有他们是被看待于就好像偷盗。You were taking, you were taking something that is not yours. 就是你去偷取不是自己的东西。And finally, adultery was so grievous to a Jewish person. 那甚至这一件事情对犹太人讲是非常的令人伤心。Because if you follow the story of the Old Testament, 因为你如果仔细看旧约 ，adultery 啊这个奸淫 becomes a metaphor for idolatry. 呃，甚至变成一个比喻，就是对于偶像的比喻。That God begins to accuse Israel of being a prostitute of committing adultery. Because they've worshipped other gods. 圣经中也有这样的教导，就是说，呃，这些犹太他犹太人他的子民，因为呃去敬拜别的神，这个就好像是一个奸淫。So the Jewish person did not want to break this commandment. 所以对犹太人讲，他们真的很不愿意去犯这个罪。And for most people at this time, 那在现今的时代呢 ？They thought, you know what? I'm okay. I I can check this box because I've not slept or had sex with someone who I'm not married to. 我们可能就是会勾一个啊，我没有犯这样的罪，我没有去跟别的女人去睡睡觉或者什么。But listen to what Jesus does. He brings the full force, the heart of the law upon these people. 可是圣经或是耶稣的教导，他却是怎么解释这个经文 ？And in twenty-eight, I mean, if you're listening to this statement by Jesus, your your mouth is dropped, your ears are up. Listen to what Jesus says. 我相信在马太福音第五章第二十八节，你看到耶稣的解释，你你你会非常的惊讶。He says, "But I tell you." He says, "But I tell you." Everyone, who looks at a woman lustfully, has already committed adultery with her in his heart. The church family, Jesus is going to show us. He's going to explain to us. So Jesus again emphasizes. That adultery is not just an act of our body, so but ultimately is a rebellion of our hearts. 而是一个我们心里对于神的反抗 Not just an act of our body, but a rebellion in our hearts. 所以不只是身体上的一个行为，而是心里的反抗 But the important thing we have to do. 那我们应该怎么做呢 ？Is we really have to to do something where we talk about the difference between temptation and sin？ 所以我们要再知道，这边还有一个呃不同哈，大家可以来理解一下，到底诱惑还是罪恶，有是有所不同的。There is a difference between tempted being tempted to lust and actually committing the sin of lust。有一个差别是说，你被诱惑要想去犯罪，或者是你实际上做出犯罪这个行为。There is a difference between me wanting to eat three bowls of ice cream that are sitting on the table, and then me actually going and eating all that ice cream. 就好像我看到桌上有三个呃三三杯这个很美味的冰淇淋，我很想去吃，跟我实际上吃了这三个冰淇淋的不同。And the book of Hebrews says that Jesus, church family, Jesus was tempted in every way. 所以希伯来书会讲到神，我们的上帝被在各样的事情。有很被呃，耶稣被试探 ，every way， 
And there are some of you that are sitting under loads and loads of condemnation. Because you are tempted by beauty, by attraction. And Jesus offers you grace and power and mercy today to overcome temptation. Church man, there is nothing sinful about beauty or about attraction. That God is the God who made Schweiker, and God is the God who made beauty and attraction. And while modesty is important, there is absolutely nothing sinful about beauty. And some of us need to hear this because there is a whole book in the Bible that is devoted and celebrates God's gift of sex in the context of marriage. And so for those of us who are just meant under the weight and the condemnation of temptation, lift your heads and look to Christ. So because in the church, usually there are these three views. When we talk about sex, we talk about lust, there are these three major views or worldviews when it comes to that. And this is something we have to understand. Um, one view is that sex is God. And this is our culture. That, that sex is everywhere. It's, it's all about sex. And, and our culture believes that sex is God. But that's not biblical. The second view that maybe some of us grew up with or have is that sex is bad. And that's legalistic. Maybe we're afraid or maybe think it's dirty or it's wrong. That's not biblical either. The Bible says that sex is not God, it's not bad, it is a gift. It is something holy that God created only to be lived out in the context of marriage. So church family, attraction, beauty, sex is not wrong. But because of the fall, our sinful hearts have just twisted these things. So there are some of you here listening to this. And you need to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Because you are continuing again and again and again to commit this sin of lust that Jesus explains to us here. And I'm praying that you heed the warning of the Holy Spirit. So what is lust? Jesus says in verse 28, I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully. What that means is that you are looking in order to lust. 
，也就是说，你因为你的眼睛去看见，你就开始产生欲望，产生欲念。Right? In the in in this word, lust has a long history in the Bible. 那情欲这个字眼在圣经中，呃。And so just follow me, follow me really quickly. So we very quickly remind everyone. The first time the word, this word, lust is used. The first time, the word, this word, lust is used. Genesis three, from verse six, the Bible says, "And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was a delight to the eyes." She ate it. And she gave it to her husband. 那这边的翻译，我们看一下。于是女人看见那棵树的果子好做食物，又悦人的眼目，而且讨人喜爱，能使人有智智慧，就摘下果子来吃了，又给了和她在一起的丈夫，他也吃了。So the picture the Bible gives us of lust. 所以圣经上对这个情欲欲望的形容呢 ，is that you want something that is for. It is off limits to you. 也就是说，他讲到就是我们对于某些事情的渴望，这些是对于这种呃被禁止的事情的渴望。Over these past couple of months, we've walked around and we've seen parks and basketball courts and swimming pools and what have they had all around it? 那过去这几一两个月，我们去如果有去公园走走，你们发现公园啊，不管是篮球场或是游泳池，都被黄色的这个布围起来。They had this. Yellow tape, haven't they? 就是有这些黄色的警告的布条嘛。And this means it is off limits. You cannot pass. You cannot come here. 它主要就是禁止我们超越这个界限。But any time, right? Any time, our sinful human heart sees something that is off limits. What do we naturally do? 可是每次我们这种罪恶的心看到这些想要禁止我们的这些布条，我们想我们就做什么呢 ？We want to cross it. And I have to confess. 那我必须要承认。There are a couple hikes in the mountains where I saw this tape, and sure enough, I just went right through it. 那他有几次在登山、爬山的时候看到几个黄色的布条，他还是穿越过去。And this is what lust is. 那这个就是所谓。It is reaching out for something that God said is forbidden and off limits to you. 这样的欲望，这样的渴望，就是在神告诉我们不要去做的某些事情上面，我们跨越了那个界限。And so, at the root of our hearts. 也就是在我们心里最深处 ，lust is a belief that God is not good. 情欲或是欲望的展现，就是我们对于上帝所告诉我们的事情，我们不认为它是好的。And He is actually withholding good from us. 呃，而且相信神在藏私，把这些好的东西藏起来。That when we commit the sin of lust, we are telling God, "You are not good, and you are withholding good from me." 当我们跨过情欲的界限的时候，就是告诉上帝说：“你对我并不好，你给我的准备的并不是最好。” In church, maybe there are just some things that I've got to say this afternoon. So if you'll just bear with me, Jesus continues in verse twenty-eight. And he says, "When you lust, you've already committed the sin of adultery with her." 他这边圣经讲到，我告诉你们，凡是看见妇女就动一念的，心里已经犯了一念。And this, these words that Jesus uses, there's, there's two meanings. 啊、uh, ，耶稣这样的解释有两个意义。Lust is not just desiring someone sexually that is not your spouse. 那情欲并不就是情欲，就是对这个不是你太太或是妻子的这个妇女动了一念。But this word means that you are actively wanting this person to also desire and lust after you. 而是你希望这一个妇女对你也是有这样子的情欲。This is called seduction. 这个就是所谓的诱惑。And before you you kind of sit back and say, well, that's that's not me. I'm not guilty of this. 那你可能讲说，哦，那这样来讲，我可能没有做这样的事情哦，还好还好。This includes， 那这个也包括。You are acting, maybe dressing, maybe flirting in a way where we want, you want this person to want, desire to be attracted to you。也就是说，你可能会刻意怎么样子的穿着，想要吸引这个你，就是你，你对他有欲望的人。And Jesus says both of these things。所以耶稣说这两件事。The selfish desire of wanting someone sexually that is off limits forbidden to you. 不论是你自己这个自私的心想要对这个呃
Yeah, but also walking around and acting in a way where you want this person to desire you is adultery. And what Jesus says is that before you ever get in bed with someone, your heart is already there and you've broken God's law. And church family, what is worse is that this is a sin that our culture actually calls good. Our culture hates the idea of anything being off limits. What we have to understand as the church is that where Jesus says to lust is deadly and dangerous, our culture tells us to not lust is dangerous. Where Jesus says, die to yourself, our culture says, express yourself. And I just have to tell you that our culture through politics, through education, through media, they are delivering this message that what God calls evil, they are calling good and they are celebrating. And what Jesus says is bondage, our culture is telling you, telling our kids, telling everyone that actually it's it's freedom. But I know my own heart. And I've talked to plenty of people. And I think there's a there's a problem. Because some of us are simply just not afraid. We're just not afraid of what lust can do. There have been several documentaries and videos and shows done about people who have owned exotic pets. And what happens is when these pets are small, people think they're cute. It's fun to play with. Nothing bad will happen. There's absolutely no fear. I mean, people think, no big deal that I have this apex predator in my house with my kids. But what happens? You begin to feed this animal, and it grows into something dangerous and deadly, and people die. Church family, I wonder, if, is that how we view lust? You think you can control it? You think it's something small, cute, something to play around with? Guys, lust is not a kitty cat. It is a deadly lion that will devour you. And I wonder, if, if this is how we viewed lust, I wonder how would we help each other? How would we respond to each other when we confess the sin of lust in our hearts? And so what do we do? Jesus says we need to fight. So here's your game plan, church family. Jesus says if your right eye causes you to sin, if your right eye causes you to sin, cut your hand off, pluck your eye out. There it is. There's your game plan. 
Is Jesus really saying that a one-eyed, one-handed person can no longer commit sin? So Jesus is saying Think about how valuable your right hand is or how valuable your right eye is. And what Jesus is saying to us, church family, is that no matter how valuable, how, how special, how, how worth this thing has to you, if it's leading you into sin, cut it out of your life. That it does not matter how valuable you think it is, if it is leading you to lust, that if it's causing you to stumble, Jesus says, get rid of it. This could be a relationship. This could be your computer. This could be your phone, maybe a job. But Jesus says, get it out of your life, remove it at all costs. You know, in our house, we have two of our kids are allergic to, to nuts, to peanuts. And it's, it's dangerous. And you know what? Like, God bless us. There are a couple times when Hudson and I can enjoy some peanut butter in our house. And, and just recently, there was a time when Hudson had some apple and peanut butter. And some of the peanut butter got onto the table. And Hannah and Isaac was like backs against the wall, chairs are flying out. Alarms are coming around, right? And it's like, wait, where did it go? Like, where is it? Where did it come from? How can we clean this up? How can we get rid of it? Because it is dangerous. And I thought, man, what a good visual representation of how Jesus calls us to view and fight against lust. Are you aware? Of areas in your life where you are susceptible to falling into lust. Are you aware of what's coming into your mind, coming into what you see? Where is it coming into your life? Because Jesus says, wherever that is, cut it off, remove it. Because there is, Jesus says, there is a greater fear to you than being sexually unfulfilled. And just listen to me, church family. I know we're going a little long, but just listen to me for the last couple minutes that we have. I really believe that one of our culture's greatest fears, and I can point you to books, to, to philosophies, to articles, to videos, I believe one of our culture's greatest fear is being sexually unfulfilled. And what the enemy does to us, is he comes to you he comes to me when we are weak and we are feeling sexually unfulfilled. He says, why not a little porn? You know, your husband isn't noticing you. Why not just a, a little flirting? I bet if you dressed like this and flirted a little, this person would notice you. And there is this dangerous feeling that the enemy brings to us of entitlement and self-pity. Church family, like once you start feeling entitled and self-pity, 
there should be an alarm going off in your heart that you are about to walk into a dangerous, dangerous trap. 当你开始觉得说啊，你自己很可怜，或者是你觉得说我值得稍微有一点点这样子的事情的时候，你这个时候其实很危险，要警戒。Because Jesus says there's a greater fear for you than being sexually unfulfilled. 耶稣会告诉你说，在这个性上面的不满足，其实你应该有更大的害怕。And that is of being eternally judged by God. 就是被在上帝的眼光里面，是在永恒里面被审判。Church, as I as I read this, I feel like what Jesus is saying is that a healthy fear of God helps us fight against lust. 我想我们要有一个健康的角度来看这件事，到底神可以怎么样来帮助我们 ？So I wonder, do you, do I have a healthy fear of a holy and righteous God? 就是我，我们对我们的上帝有没有一个健康的呃呃尊敬？好，这个不应该不是用害怕，而是一个尊崇的心。So as we as we kind of wrap up here, I want to ask you this question. 有个敬畏的心。那我想最后想问大家 ，Church family, as Jesus defines adultery, are you an adulterer? 那在耶稣的奸对奸淫的定义里面，我们是不是那个犯奸淫的？ Are you guilty? Then I would have to guess. The truth is, most of us, if not all of us, we've all reached out for that forbidden fruit, that which is off limits, and we have bit into it. We have seen that We are guilty. We stand condemned before a holy and perfect God. Because in the presence of the Most High God, we are guilty. And this is why I cannot wait to preach the gospel to you. This is also why we want to share the gospel. How does Jesus respond to those of us who are caught in adultery? Jesus responds to those who are caught in adultery. There's this beautiful story in John chapter eight. In John chapter eight, there is literally a woman who is caught in the sin of adultery. And and this woman gets brought into the the center of the town square by the religious leaders. That 当时的宗教领袖把这个女人呢就带到会堂的前面 She is guilty. She stands condemned. 她确实在行为上被大家抓到是有犯罪的 Think of all the shame that she feels right now. 你可以想象在当时她这种对自己的这个羞耻心 And maybe that's how you feel right now. 或许我们现在就是有这样的感觉 You know you're condemned. You know you're guilty, and you are just walking and carrying all this shame upon you because of your sexual sin. 我们知道自己是犯罪的，也是心理上被控告的 The story says that Jesus comes. 那这边故事讲到耶稣来到他们的面前。He begins to ride in the sand， 然后在好像蹲下来在手呃在沙土里面写一些字。And those religious leaders they begin to leave one by one。然后结果这一些就所谓的宗教领袖就慢慢的离开。And this woman who is caught guilty condemned， this is how Jesus responds to her。而这个犯罪的妇人被控告的妇人，耶稣却这样回答她。So the word of God says， 神的话这么说。Jesus。Lifted and stood her up, and he said to her, "Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you?" The woman looks around and she says, "No one." And he said this, "Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin any more." Jesus, 挺起身来说。他们在哪里呢？妇人啊，他们在哪里？没有人定你的罪吗？他说：“主啊，没有。”耶稣说：“我也不定你的罪，走吧，从现在起不要再犯罪。” Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. 我也不定你的罪，走吧，从现在起不要再犯罪。Jesus does not say, "Go and sin no more," and then there's no condemnation. 耶稣并不是说。你先走吧，现在起不要再犯罪，然后我就不会定你的罪。That is not the gospel. 
Every other religious teaching, every other world says, first you don't sin, then there's no condemnation. But the gospel calls and proclaims to us, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. That the gospel says no condemnation and gives us the power to walk in holiness. And see what happened is when Adam and Eve they reached out and they took that fruit and they were guilty and they were ashamed and they had all these feelings of guilt and uncleanness. It says they hid from God, and what they did to cover their own guilt and shame was they began to just put these fig leaves on their body. So Maybe that's what you're doing. That you know you are guilty of sexual sin, of lust, of maybe pornography, or maybe of an affair, and all you're doing is you're trying to just put these fig leaves on you to cover your own shame and over over your own guilt. But the gospel Jesus offers you something so much better, a greater righteousness. First John 1 9, this is what Jesus says to you and to me. If we confess our sins, God is both faithful and righteous. Think about that. He is faithful and righteous. To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so what that means is that your sexual sin, your lust, your affair, because of the gospel, just doesn't stick anymore. That the blood of Jesus cleanses, it just doesn't stick, it cleanses you of all of that. Because on the cross, Jesus was punished in my place. As a guilty, unclean, lustful adulterer. So that through repentance and faith, this holy and righteous God sees me now as if I had never sinned. And that's power that can allow us to walk in purity. So church family, does lust bring death? Yes, it does. But the death of Christ is the only thing that brings us victory and power and authority to walk in freedom. We're so thankful for the gospel. We're going to pray. But I want to call you to something. Because I understand that a situation and a topic like this, there are so many things that we can and we should talk about. And the Bible calls us in Galatians chapter 6 to bear each other's burdens. You cannot fight. Did I tell you this again? 
I know from experience, you cannot fight against the sin of lust on your own. 那我知道很清楚的知道，从我们的过去的经验来讲，一个人单独来讲是没办法抵抗这些罪的。And if there is just if there is an addiction in your life, 因为这可能我们有一些瘾。There's a sinful relationship in your life. 那或者是有一些呃罪恶上的关系。This is something that, as the church family, we want to be able to help each other with to walk in freedom, to walk in victory. 这个时候，我们更需要彼此互相的遮盖，来一起走这个义的这条路。So please, would you reach out maybe to a gospel community leader, one of the elders, one of the deacons, maybe a disciple in your life? 那我想在这个时候，你你可以就是很。呃，对，不管是我们福音小组的小组长，或者是跟你呃关系比较亲密的这些弟兄姐妹 ，And would you hear the gospel？ 然后去听这个福音。Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. 我不定不不不让呃不为不定你的罪而你走吧，然后从此不要再犯罪。Let's pray together. 我们一起祷告。God, we just thank you for your word. 主啊，我们就感谢你的话语。That in the midst of a confused and chaotic culture, 在这个混乱及呃很迷惑人的这个文化当中 ，You have not called us to compromise. 你告诉我们我们不应该去妥协 ，But you've called us to have convictions. 而是要有坚定的心。We thank you for the gospel. 我们感谢因为福音的缘故。God, thank you for for setting me free and for the freedom that you can bring to a person's life from lust and from pornography and from sexual sin. 主啊，因着你，我们在这些不管是情欲，这不管是啊色情影片，或是不好的关系之中，我们可以走出来。So God, I pray for our church family. 所以我们也为我们的教会的肢体来祷告。Lord, I pray that we would be a church family, a body that wants to seek and pursue holiness through the power of Your Holy Spirit. 我们这个肢体能够在圣灵的引导当中一起去走向圣洁。God, I do pray that we would just experience a culture of grace where we can confess sin. And speak and proclaim the gospel of Jesus to each other. 在彼此之中，我们也能够很自然、很舒服的去啊、uh, 分享，因为福音，然后彼此呃代求，彼此认罪。God, may you use what you say here in your word. 主啊，我们也祷告，就像你在你的话语当中所说的。God, to bring truth, to bring wisdom into a culture that is confused and lost and in bondage. 啊，在这个混淆的文化当中，却我们常常有真理来。We love you, Jesus. 我们耶稣，我们爱你。Thank you for being punished in our place. 也感谢你在呃用我们的身份去代我们受罪。So that we don't receive the wrath of God now. 所以我们并没有承受到神的愤怒。My goodness, we receive the affection and the love and the warmth of the Father. 而是天父所给予的这个关爱之。And it's in your holy and precious name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We love you, church family. We are praying for you. 教会的大家，我们很爱你，为你祷告。And look out for a couple of announcements on when we can start opening up phase one. 那接下来像刚刚的讲的，我们第一阶段，我们注意一下福音小组的开拓又开始了。We invite you to join us next week. We'll be here at the same time, no matter what. 那下礼拜的主日，我们在同一时间也会回到这里。We have a special opportunity and a treat. 那我们有一个特殊的这个这个呃，怎么讲机会 ？Mark， 哦，就是就是就我啦。<笑> He's gonna be preaching and sharing with us from Psalm 23, the Good Shepherd, and I cannot wait to hear what God has to say to you. 那我们会在大家耳熟能详的诗篇二十三篇上，可能跟大家做一点分享。All right. Love you. See you next time. 谢谢大家，拜拜。Oh Lord Jesus.